We go now live with Richard Rectum to the Hart Senate Building, Room 218, for the hearing on gun control. Ladies and gentlemen of the uh, committee, I'd like to present to you some uh, different different Wrong opinions. Room. Wrong room! Oh, shit! Boogie! Coming at you from the Skyhammer studio here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. This is the El Dodzo Wendy Show. You have insanity in my earpiece. That we do have insanity in our earpieces, and so do you. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. <clears throat> and oh, usually we go into how's your week and all this other stuff in the sponsor, but I think we owe an explanation for the cold opener, don't you, Dees? <laughs> I mean, we're gonna we're gonna cover this more later in the show. Don't get me wrong. There's a there's a lot a lot of layers to this onion we gotta peel back. But uh something I I I Guess that uh, Democrat Senator Cardin's, what was he, an aide or something? Yeah, one of his staffers who apparently was a uh, an up-and-comer in the, uh, the Democratic Party. He's fabulous! He was even featured in a uh, Biden campaign video at one point as well. Uh, but yeah, a video... Campaign got, and pleasure is what they call yeah. it, right? He, uh, a video, basically, if you haven't heard the story, living under a rock, a video got leaked by the Daily Caller, which is a known, you know, right wing news source. But that doesn't matter. Uh, they found it on a, <coughs> I think, a Twitter or X group. Yeah, it was a group for that they were... for gay uh, men in politics. And uh, yeah, it got leaked. It was basically an eight second, uh, very graphic video. Well, he was getting pounded by his bare boyfriend who was checking his oil. So if you want to talk about leakage, yeah. I mean, I really recommend a mop and a bucket and bleach water for that. That it, was a Hart Senate building, right? Yeah, it was in room 216 of the Hart Senate building where they have had some uh, pretty... Say 216 or 269. <laughs> yeah. uh, 16, unfortunately. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so he he actually turns his head in the video, which is how he was so quickly identified and uh, yeah, it's not. Uh, let's just say that Twitter slash X was a lot of fun to read on on Sunday with all the the people coming out and posting screenshots of of both Biden and Jill saying you know put decency on the ballot. Meanwhile, you got you know Democratic Senate staffers getting railed well, in the Senate Senator, chambers. Senator Cardin's words. We're going to rehash that later yeah. on the show. But he actually got a. <clears throat> His his tongue in quite the vice over this one too. So, but no, I just utterly <laughs> just imagine having to go there and sit down at that spot where that took place. That was a fine piece of reporting too by you know the esteemed Richard Rectum. <laughs> yes, I, I didn't even know he was joining the show. Yeah, but I was. Yeah. Uh, I He's was, a you know new, new course Washington correspondent. Delightfully surprised, Richard Rectum. Everybody, hey, so D's coming up in the holidays. This is going to be the last show we're going to have on air. On Cities 92.9, the, uh, we're going to have a rerun probably uh, next week. But this is going to be our last show. We're coming up on Christmas and the New Year's. Yes. Okay. Everybody's stressed as, out. I as mean, you can see, if you're watching us on YouTube.com slash Ds, I am very festive. I've got my red hoodie. i got my Santa hat. You kind of look like Santa I'm Claus getting too. there, yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely getting there. You know who I... I little crackle there. Who I, I look like quite a bit. If I had a little more white in my beard right now. Who's that? 
Mel Gibson's version. Yes, in Fat Man. Fat Man, yeah. Did, was that not a great movie? It it was. If you haven't seen it, it's the holiday season. Go check out the Fat Man with Mel Gibson, where he plays Santa Claus, and it's it's not it's not your kid Santa Claus that he plays. It's it's a really good action movie. It is a great action movie, yeah. and it uh, shows that Mel Gibson still got it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it's really good, and it's classic Mel Gibson too. But yeah, definitely go check that out. Probably get it on Amazon. I think you can you can find yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, it's out back. there. But you know, Christmas movies. How was your week? Not too bad. Uh, wrapped up that job in all. Atlanta, the the little one here in Illinois, not the the big one down in Georgia. Uh, yeah, so now I'm pretty much uh, in limbo for a little bit. Well, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor for the show, Enviroseal. If you have sucking concrete slabs like patios or drivewalks, once again, driveways, drywalks, but potatoes, potatoes, call the whole thing off. If you have sucking concrete slabs, give those guys a call. They'll come out with polyurethane spray foam and pump up the slabs. Uh, they'll pump it up under the concrete slab. They'll level it out. It'll be ready to use the same day. And also, uh, they use polyurethane spray foam insulation for commercial and residential insulation as well. So give those guys a call in virus seal at 309-275-6303. All right. Big thing going on right now is this deal where these idiots in Colorado, uh, took Trump off the ballot. Have you been following this? Yeah, knew it was coming. The, so the state Supreme Court, four justices voted to take him off of the ballot, which means technically he's not going to be on there. You can't check his name off. Yeah, for the, this is for the primary right now is, yeah. is all it is, but well, still. And, and now Vivek Ramaswamy, I think, is going to take his name off of it. And he's really the only one that's spoken out about this as far as you have Republican candidates going. Right. So they don't even want Trump to be an option on this ballot. It's a pretty scary thing when you think about it. Absolutely. It sets sets a precedent. I mean, we've got a lot more of this to go over there, but but there's definitely, and this was all done around Article 3 of the 14th Amendment. Okay, this is why they said this. Now, bear in mind, Donald Trump hasn't been charged or convicted of anything around insurrection or going against the government. Right. Nothing. Yeah. So... This is this is uh, six, Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, disqualification from holding office. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or any under any state who, having previously taken an oath as member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. Now, that's the clear print right there. Mm-hmm. This is wholly unconstitutional, what these non-elected people are doing. Yeah. Yeah, a fully Democratic uh, panel, by the way. Yeah, and this is big news, and I'll, I'll tell everybody listening why. This is what separates us from places like China and plus places like Venezuela. This is a big story. We've got a lot more of this coming up. Uh, a couple other things that I wanted to get out there, too, is I, this just broke. Let's see how much time we've got. I think we've got plenty, plenty of time here. Yeah, we've got plenty of time. This just And this just floored me. Did you know that Xi Jinping 
pretty much told Biden when he was in San Francisco that they will reunify with Taiwan and he's pretty much just got to take it on the chin? I, no, I didn't see that until I, I saw it in your, your notes there. I'm not surprised. He but. says they want to take it peacefully, not by force, but they're going to take it regardless. They also asked them that Biden make a public statement after they were done saying that the U.S. supports China's goal of peaceful unification with Taiwan. Where in the hell does Xi Jinping and China... Oh, never mind. They own Joe Biden. What? Sorry, I was off on a tangent there. I thought there was still common sense and decency in this country. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Yeah. They're just pretty much saying, hey, we're going to do it. We don't care if you like it or not. Which all the aid and all the air support that we've given to Taiwan, for him to just... First of all, you know, rolling out the red carpet for this. You know, Joe Biden's got a lot of other issues. Of course, we're just now breaking the, the surface here on everything going on in the past week. Uh, there's just been a whole lot of stuff that you hear about that shooting in Prague. Yeah. 14 people killed. There's a David Kozak, a Czech student, uh, Charles University's Faculty of Arts building. He set up a perch. He killed 14 people and wounded 25 others. You know, actually pretty efficient if you ask me. But mm-hmm. I guess I got, you know, the first thing you think is with everything going on, hey, this, you know, maybe this is an Alu Akbar moment, but it wasn't. The guy was just nuts. I guess he killed his, I think he killed his dad before that, too. And he killed some guy and his two-month-old son. Went absolutely uh, ape sticks on this. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, but, mind you, there's a lot of the same. And what I mean is we've got this thing with Colorado, which we're going to get into. We've got the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden thing we're going to get into. Uh, We've got the polls. There's a lot of news surrounding stuff that's been in the news. I think you can back this up for months right now. We have a lot of ever-evolving things going on. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of headway going on in in the Gaza Strip as well. I think they just uh, wiped out like, what was it, 1,000 Hamas terrorists this week? Yeah, and then another three thousand surrendered. Wasn't one of them that was in the hospital confirmed to be one of their higher ups? I believe as yes, well. Yes, it was. Uh, he held the rank of brigadier general, and he flipped on Hamas once they caught him. We're going to have that story coming up for everybody as well in the show. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff <laughs> happening. Of course, Trump is still leading in the polls. We're going to get into real clear politics. Losing ground in New Hampshire, though. He is losing ground in New Hampshire. Uh, Nikki Haley picked up the endorsement from Chris Sununu, and that seems to be helping her out a little bit. She's got, I would say, give it the edge. I still don't see anybody else getting the Republican nomination. Besides I don't Trump, either. I mean, it's... unless they take him off the ballot. Yeah. Which we have. So we have a soundbite of some chick talking about conf- you're with the Confederates if you're not with Colorado. And, you know, I think it was. Uh, Oh, who was it down in Texas? It wasn't the governor. I think it was a lieutenant governor, Abbott's uh, lieutenant, that came out and said, we might as well pull Joe Biden off the ballot in Texas for all the illegal aliens he's let in here. (laughs) Brings up a good point. He does bring up a good point. They actually started, did you know that Governor Abbott has directed them to start sending flights, flights out of Texas with illegals on board? You know where they're sending them? Uh, hopefully Washington. Well, one place is Chicago. Oh, yeah. Which I'm glad I don't live there. We're still in Illinois, which is bad enough. But this is the Eldonzo and D show on Cities 92.9. And we'll be right back after these commercial massages.
Hey, welcome back to the El Donzo and D Show here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And we kind of give everybody a rundown in the first segment about all the fooly monkey shines we've had going on this week. So without further ado, Joe Biden, ladies and gentlemen, everybody, yeah, yeah a round of applause for the sleepy old guy, <laughs> which we just we're, we're going to go over a video of that uh, falling asleep as well. And Sander Day O'Connor's eulogy, which is pretty bad. But uh, if I guess some people may not know this, but there was actually a car accident with President Biden's motorcade. Did you hear about this? Yes, I did. Yeah, it was Sunday night. I think it was around 8 p.m. Uh, I guess this was down by the uh, Biden-Harris 2024 headquarters in Wilmington. This guy just I'm crashed. surprised it. he was awake that late. Well, he was probably asleep until Secret Service pulled him out of the car. Right. Mr. President, I don't want to go to school. You know? Uh, the guy seems to be sleeping all the time. We're going to cover that, too, if we get into it. But, yeah, I guess it, it was a drunk driver. Uh, according to uh, Secret Service, they didn't hear an Alu Akbar or anything like that. They just heard squealing and a crash. Did he actually hit the car Biden was in? Or no, just one he hit of the part vehicles? of the motorcade. And here, look at the guy. We got a picture pulled up right now. This dude was drunk. Look at him. He's like, I don't even know where I'm at, man. <laughs> Oops. He's like, you mean that's the president of the United States? Yep. You hit his motorcade, dude. These tell them what they won. Now they won a round trip trip to prison. That we'll, guy's we'll we'll see. Yeah, he'll probably get let off. He'll probably have a uh, have a position in the cabinet in twenty twenty four if they win. Right. I mean, if if you've got an administration that's such a train wreck, if a guy can crash a car that good, why not bring him in? You know, he may bring something to the table. Now, we can't unfortunately pull up the video of this, but. Sandra Day O'Connor's eulogy, okay? Chief Justice Roberts was eulogizing Sandra Day O'Connor, and this was on Tuesday. And there's video. You know what, dude? If there's one time where you just stay awake. I could have swore she died like two years ago. Yeah, you said that about somebody else too. What Wasn't there another female justice that passed? Ginsburg. That's it. Okay, that's the one. Yeah, well, the funny thing about that was Barack Obama and the Democrats were trying to get her to step down for so long and not risk a Republican president coming in and her croaking, and she refused to, and it really pissed off the Democrats. And what happens? She (laughs) buys the farm while Trump's in. Yep. Which I believe ushered in Amy Conant Barrett. Was the one that I think Trump got in for her. But anyway, that was pretty good. So anyway, they are doing. Are you sure it wasn't the. Uh, what was his name? The one that they accused of sexual. Gorsuch. Mm. Neil Gorsuch. That name doesn't sound right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, look it up. Anyway, take a look. It's in a book. Anyway. Justice Roberts is eulogizing the legendary Sandra Day O'Connor, who was the first woman on the Supreme Court, I believe. And Joe Biden does nothing but sleep throughout the whole thing. Isn't this a good time to give this guy crack cocaine or something? Uh, Yeah. Remember that video we watched where it looks like he's all jacked up? You remember that from like two years ago? Where he's starting to fall asleep and this really bad camera editing, and then all of a sudden his eyes 
Brett Kavanaugh is who I was thinking. Or of. Brett Kavanaugh. That's it. Not Neil Gorsuch. Brett Kavanaugh. Very good. Very good. Thanks for the correction. We're mm. on the fly here. Uh, if it's not bad enough that he's fallen asleep during a eulogy, did you hear what he said at the remarks at this Wisconsin Black Chamber of Commerce? No. I don't even know what this means. Now, there's probably going to be older folks out there that are listening to this, and they say, oh, yeah, that was a saying from back in the day. I don't know. I, I can't come up with it. As Look, here's the thing. He's not helping himself out. Right now, his approval rating is 33%. His disapproval is at 64 Uh The white approval is 30 to 68 The black approval is 43 to 52 Hispanics are 33 to 63 He's doing so bad right now, I'm surprised to let him open his mouth. But he stumbles around. He moves around on stage. This guy doesn't know where he's at. And I'm scratching my head the whole time, wondering how the hell is he going to make it through 2024? (laughs) And we beat this dead horse every week, but every week it seems to get funnier and funnier and funnier, while albeit sadder at the same time. So, I don't know, check this out. We're going to pull this clip up for you. And you tell me what you think this means, because I don't think you've heard it yet. Have you, Dees? No. All right, let's see if I can pull up the correct one here. Yeah, this makes no sense whatsoever. So, let me preface this once again. He is at... The uh, Wisconsin Black Chamber of Commerce in Milwaukee. He's addressing the Black Chamber of Commerce. Roll clip. I come from a state that has the eighth largest black population in the country. And uh, as they say, the saying goes, where I come, you bring me to the dance early on. What? Do you want to hear it again? Yes. All right, here it is. We'll just play the whole clip. In three, two, one, roll it. I come from a state that has the eighth largest black population in the country. And uh, as they say, the saying goes, where I come, you bring me to the dance early on. You're p- who, who brung him to the dance early on? What, what the hell what does that mean? What saying is he talking about? Is he talking about you dance with the... What? The person who brung you? This is what he said. This is what... I come from a state that has the eighth largest black population, that's probably a lie, in the country, probably city, Philadelphia. And as they say, the saying goes, where I come, you brung me to the dance early on. (laughs) Uh, As far as states, I could see Philly being eighth, potentially. Well, Philadelphia, Philadelphia or Pennsylvania. City. I mean. Yeah, city. I could see the city probably potentially being eighth, but you can never believe anything he says because everything's a lie. A lot of black Dutch up there. You Here, know. Here's another one he said, too, which was awesome. There's two other ones we could take away from when he was addressing the, the, the black caucus. Wages, this is a quote, wages for workers are up. How do you rate that? How many Pinocchios do you give that if you were that newspaper? Wages for workers are up. Uh, it's kind of true, but the, the caveat to that is so is everything else. Yeah. And I don't see them. Well, here's the thing. They don't, the companies that I know of do not give out any more than they usually do, which is like max 3% raise. If you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky, a 3% raise, which is to counter inflation. Well, inflation's up 15% from where it was two or three years ago. And that that's that's looking at it with rose-colored glasses. Yeah, uh, most even menial jobs <laughs> nowadays are are starting in the 15 range, but again, that's because goods and services have skyrocketed or 
vice versa. The goods and services have skyrocketed because the wages have gone up. But the actual truth of it is that real wages are down about 3%. Now, here's another one he said. Here's another humdinger and a knee slapper and a zinger for you. Black wealth is up a record 60%. Okay. Find that a little difficult to believe, but... I find that difficult to believe that anybody's wealth is up any bit. No. Now, we talked about this. You talked about the... Uh, we got to bring up a name for this. The uh, the Home Alone uh, uh, Paradox. The Home Alone... No, not Paradox. The Home Alone something. The Home Alone uh, uh, mat- Matrix. Ma- uh, matrix. 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 Let's call it the Home Alone Matrix. It was what? When Kevin McAllister in Home Alone... Oh, he bought, bought all that junk like for 20 na- bucks. Yeah, it was like, I don't know, 15 or 16 items, something like that. Just small stuff like mac and cheese and, you know, things they, however old he was, would know to buy. Plus, I think he got a couple things to set up his booby traps. Uh, but yeah, he spent like, I think it was $18 and, or $19.23. And two, what is it, two years ago? The exact same items would have come to $44 and some change. And this year, it would come to $72. Okay, so we just heard from Joe Biden, uh, just a bunch of ignorance. Now, who came up and said, Joe, hold my beer, hold my beer? None other than Camel Toe Harris. She was on with our favorite buddy, Lawrence O'Donnell, who helps us out with the show. Insanity in my earpiece. Okay. Oh, is that who says that? Oh, and there's got to be insanity in his earpiece. Now, if you actually watch this interview, he does. I but- always thought that that was, um, oh, gosh, a uh, longtime anchor for CNN, or maybe it was Fox. Um, we'll do it live. That guy. Oh, Bill O'Reilly. I, yeah, we I always thought that, that we'll was. do it live, F it. Yeah, yeah I thought that, that was an time. old Bill O'Reilly clip. But. Yeah, but she was, she was on with uh, the last word with Lawrence O'Donnell, you know, stop the hammering. So... <laughs> Remember that where the, he's yeah. like, you haven't seen any of my earpiece. Somebody's hammering. He has yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets all. Anyway, she was on with last on the last word with Lawrence O'Donnell, and of course she's you know talking nicely about Donald Trump, but she's not. Uh, she made remarks that migrants were po- that Donald Trump's remarks that migrants are poisoning the blood of our country and called him you know he's the boogeyman and all this other stuff, which we've talked about the boogeyman and how I feel about that, and that's what Donald Trump is to these people. But she said something. Now these. I know you haven't heard it, but I'm going to play it for you. Now, most of this also is just her way of saying things without saying things. Make it quick. I've, I've, how much time we got? Not much. 30. 30 seconds. We don't have enough time for it, Dees. Mm. Okay. We then. don't have enough time for it. You know. So what does that mean now? Well, I guess we just stall for the next 30 to 40 seconds. Well, you know what? When and, it and comes to stalling, I got good news for you, Dees. Ignorant and offensive New York Times writer says Americans who oppose Colorado Supreme Court ruling on Trump support the Confederates. <laughs> Which, by the way, the Confederate states, nine of them voted to take guess who off the ballot in 1960. In 1960? 1860. Oh, yeah, it was Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Do- Donald Trump tweet. Well, he not tweet. He truths Abraham about it. Abraham freaking Lincoln. And he actually put his face on Abe Lincoln's head. It's kind of... And we'll be back with the rest of those stories when we return here on the Aldonzo and D show on Cities 92.9. News and talk of Bloomington Normal.
Hey, welcome back to the Eldonzo and D Show here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal, where on our worst day, we will still smoke the Biden administration on their best when it comes to speaking and putting stuff together. Right, Dees? I would hope so. Now, That's we, a low bar. Now we ran out a little bit. We ran out of time on the last segment, but we're going to catch it up. We had to do some shuffling. Some as my old boss used to call some shucking and jiving there. But you know what I say? My my dad used to tell me this. He say, "Boy, if you can't dazzle them with brilliance, baffle them with bull sticks." Nah, of course it wasn't bull sticks. But you yeah, know I was going to say, saying. "I've met your dad." I'm yeah, pretty that's sure not, that's he, not the word that came he, out of his mouth. You know what? There, dad was a lot of things. Uh, you know. Politically correct wasn't one of them. No. Not. He, he He is a lot of things. Politically correct is not one of them. He's still with us. Sorry about that. But I remember growing up, it was just, and your dad's the same way. Yeah. Whatever popped into their heads, whatever pops in their heads comes out of their mouths. Which, you know what? There was times when I was a kid and I was like, oh my God. But you know what? I come to appreciate that more now as I've gotten older. Yeah. I, I just want to know what you're thinking. I don't care if you offend me or anybody else. I'm just... I'd rather know what is going on in your mind. And too many people nowadays just don't say what's on their mind. Yeah. They, they suppress I, it. I have a filter, but it is paper thin. Uh, mine too. Mine, as we can tell by the show, how many times have we gotten our butts in the sling here? Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of that, in relation to the stories we're going to talk about, the same, Joyless Behar says a quiet part out loud too uh, in regards to Trump and the Colorado thing. But without further ado... We were talking that uh, uh, Kamala Harris, Kamala, 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 she can't even pronounce her name name right. Neither can Joe Biden. Uh, Kamala Harris was on The Last Word with Lawrence O'Donnell. Uh, Stop the hammering, Lawrence O'Donnell. And she had this to say. We're going to play the clip for you real quick. Let's see if we need to rehash this. No, I don't think we need to. This was her talking about Trump and, and his latest remarks about migrants poisoning the blood of our country. Uh, here it is. Here's, uh, unfortunately, our vice president roll clip. You know, every election cycle, we talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. Lawrence, this one is. This one is. We are. Yes, you heard that correct. It's not done, but the most election of our lifetime. Literally talking about people who are attempting to divide our country in the most crude, frankly, and profound way. Yeah, you, you stupid. But those who are intent and purposeful to to attack fundamental freedoms, be it the freedom to make a decision about your own body, the freedom to love who you love openly and with pride, the freedom to be free from fear of violence and hate, the freedom to just be, the freedom to just be. The freedom to just be. Now, this is all going on around the time that Trump is getting booted off the Colorado ballot. You know what Santa Claus said to Kamala Harris? What's that? Ho, ho, ho! You're the ho! And she responded with... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Somebody do the Heimlich on her! Oh, it's a Heimlich, not the hind lick. Mm, Well, it depends. Get get in trouble for that. Kamala Harris... Depends if she needs a job or not. Hey... Uh, jobs better than no job, right? I guess. Okay, moving on. So anyway, of course, it's all about this boogeyman business. If you listen to the words she said towards the end of that, about somebody, you know, dividing the country and taking away your rights, just your typical talking points from these people when they're the ones actually trying to take away your rights. They're the ones 
who claim that when Trump gets in, he's going to be a dictator and he's going to go after his political opponents, you know, and he's going to, there's going to be a, uh, he's going to persecute them, which is what they're doing now to him. Yeah. Okay. And this whole Colorado thing sums it up great. Now, Jonathan Turley. Okay. He said it really, really good. Uh, if you follow him, he's not constitutional expert, smart guy. He wasn't always the biggest guy on Trump, but he's really changed his, his tune a little bit. And it's the same thing with uh, Alan Dershowitz. I mean, these people actually care about the Constitution. These people actually know the Constitution. They're constitutional scholars. They know this is wrong. Now, Jonathan Turley said something in regards to Colorado Supreme Court taking Trump off the ballot. This is what he said, and this was just a couple days ago on Fox News. It was on Tuesday night. He said, this country is a powder keg, and this court is just throwing matches at it. This is hands down the most anti-democratic opinions I've seen in my lifetime. Now, if they manage, if other states manage to get Trump off the ballot, what that's saying is, especially when it comes to the Supreme Court in, in Colorado, these people weren't elected by the people they were appointed. Okay? Mm-hmm. What right do they have to tell their citizens, the people of the state of Colorado, who they can vote for and who they can't? No, I agree. It's it's setting a potential very, very yeah. dangerous precedent. Which, um, and I agree with the precedent part. I mean, obviously, you're right on that 100%. It's setting a bad precedent. But when are people going to go, you know what, This screw this. I'm done with this system. I'm yeah. done with these people. Yeah, they're, they're talking about democracy being ended. I mean, that's the very thing that they're doing. It is exactly the very thing they're doing. Now, I was reading a report that prepping, okay, we talk about prepping on the show sometimes, is at its all-time highest, and it's not just with conservatives. Usually you associate conservatives with the, with the preppers, right? Uh-huh. Because conservatives tend to be less government, anti-government. We don't want the government taking care of us. Now you're seeing prepping on the left side as well of people that think, so our prepping is, you know, if Joe Biden gets elected, you know, there's just going to, we're looking at a third world war, potential nuclear war, potential civil war. Uh, we feel we're being persecuted by the government. Now people on the left are starting to do the same thing because they're worried Trump's going to get in there, which Trump has shown no sign. He had four years in office. He didn't drag us through the ringer like this idiot, this codger is now. Mm-hmm. I digress. This is a bad state of affairs right now when you have a Supreme Court, a state Supreme Court, taking somebody off the ballot for nothing. That just shows them that they wield all the power and everybody else is peasants. Yeah. I I have to imagine that, that the Supreme Court is going to strike this down. They'd better. Okay? They'd better. When it goes to the Supreme Court of the United States, they have to strike this down. There's no way they can let this stand. Yeah. Now, we have a... Uh, it, if it does, we are in for a very, very rough 2024. It's going to be rough. I think yeah, people are going to be rough regardless, but... And pe- people listening right now, you better start preparing. And I'm not saying prepare like tinfoil hat prepare. Look, we've already seen what inflation is doing to us right now. Okay? The, the cost of gasoline is going to skyrocket. They've also said we're going to talk about it, that there's going to be a depression in 2024 there's now a lot of uh experts coming out and saying there's going to be a crash that we haven't seen in our lifetimes coming in 2024 
because everything's gotten so high. The stock market's gotten so high. Everything's in a bubble right now. It's going to crash. We need to start taking this seriously. This experiment at one point is going to end. Mm -hmm. Is it going to be 2024 or 2030? Doesn't hurt to be prepared. Now, we talked about our dads, our fathers, uh, D's and I's fathers coming out and just saying whatever's on their mind. Joy Behar, okay, this was a uh, Congressman Joe Walsh, just in response to this. He posted on Twitter, formerly, or X, formerly Twitter. Uh, he admitted that he personally believes that Trump committed insurrection. He finds a 14th Amendment insurrection ban vague, untested, and likely to be overturned by the Supreme Court. Well, he's an idiot. But he also predicted that the Colorado Supreme Court decision would strengthen Trump politically and stress the best and only way to defeat the former president is at the ballot box. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Now, Joyless Behar comes out, and she disagreed with that. Okay. She responded, Joe, the ballot box can't compete with the third-party candidates who will take votes from Joe Biden. And let us not forget the Electoral College. The law must defeat him. <laughs> the law doesn't apply to this. No. The law is being weaponized against political opponents. And they're coming out and saying it. They came right out and said it. Now, got to go to this one. We started talking about this, and I've got just enough time to play this, I believe. I better have enough time to play it. How we look in there? Minute. Denise? Minute. Minute. Okay. Let me pull this up. Okay, so Mary Gay, okay, New York Times editorial writer and MSNBC, DMS, PMSNBC, whatever it is, contributor Mary Mary Gay told Morning Joe that Americans who oppose the removal of Trump's name from the Colorado ballot support the Confederates. Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier. I'm going to play the clip for you real quick. Real quick. Let's, uh, let's roll it. To the, um, to the Republican candidate's argument that this should be, the voters should have the say and not the courts. Why are you standing with Confederates who betrayed this country? Why are you standing with Confederates that betrayed this country? Why are you on a show with people betraying the country right now and voting for it? This is the Aldonzo and D Show on Cities 92.9. The news and talk of Bloomington Normal will be right back. Welcome back to the Eldonzo and D Show here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And we're wrapping up the first hour of the show. Now, we talked a little bit about this potential 1929 era depression that's coming up in 2024. If you look at the housing market, you look at everything, you look at the inflation, you look at how high we've actually gotten in the stock market, the theory is this is about to pop. Now, Rolling Stone Magazine, if you told Rolling Stone Magazine, somebody reported to them that Donald Trump saved a litter of puppies from drowning in a river, they would turn it around somehow. They would say that Donald Trump saved a litter of puppies, but how do we know Donald Trump's not the one that threw him in there in the first place? <laughs> he did save the puppies, and then he beat them all with a baseball bat. Rolling Stone Magazine is such a rag. Did you ever read Rolling Stone? No. 
All right, well, don't even bother because it's stupid. It's it's you cannot get and they claim they're news now. They used to be like pop culture. Now they're trying to do news. Uh, so this is from the Rolling Stone magazine. During his third trip to Iowa this month, Donald Trump warned that if he was not elected president in 2024, the U.S. would see its economy plunge into a 1929 era depression. His words arrived as the Dow Jones Industrial Average hit a record high Wednesday. It goes on. Trump, who accomplished the feat of becoming the first president since Herbert Hoover during the Great Depression to leave the country with fewer jobs by the end of his one-term presidency, claimed that the Biden administration is running on the fumes of the great success of the Trump administration. He added, addressing his supporters, without us, this, this thing would have crashed to levels never seen before, and if we're not elected, we'll have a depression like the... It, the likes of which I don't believe anybody has ever seen, maybe 1929. So first of all... Which, to be fair, there aren't too many people that were around in 1929. No, there are not. Now, first of all, Rolling Stone always has to go to this, uh, you know, first president is Herbert Hoover to leave the country with fewer jobs. Well, that was all COVID. All right? Yeah, yeah. Next. I get so sick of seeing those kinds of stats about job creation and the economy. That's because the left pretty much tanked the economy with all the COVID stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they say his unemployment rate surged at 14.7% in April, 2021. We know why that is. And it receded to 6.3% by the time he left office the following January. Yes, we, we know this, but this isn't a reflection of Donald Trump. Okay. So bull sticks. Now they also threw in there about how high the Dow Jones was right after Trump said that. Now, check this out. There's a, this guy named Harry Dent, who's an economic analyst, okay? He's a financial guy. He says since 2009, this has been 100% artificial, what we're seeing now. Unprecedented money printing and deficits, $27 trillion over 15 years. This is off the charts. He goes 100% official, which means we're in a dangerous state. He goes on, I think 2024 is going to, going to be the single biggest crash we'll see in our lifetimes, okay? Now, he also said, he also said, this is the one time I'm telling you, do not listen to your financial advisor. Things are not going to come back to normal in a few years. We may never see these levels again. He goes on, and this crash is not going to be a correction. It's going to be more in the 29 to 32 level, 1929 to 1932. He says that's going to be potentially an 86% crash in the S&P and a 92% crash in the NASDAQ. He's basically urging people to stop putting any money into investment in the stock market at this point. Hmm. Would you look at how high everything's gotten? Look at where the where the housing market's at, these. Yeah. A house that was $200,000 six years ago is now almost $400,000. Look at your interest rates to buy at home. Your interest rates are 7 8% right now to get a mortgage. All yeah, right? that's ridiculous. How much is a new vehicle? A new vehicle that would have been... Well, take it from me. When I bought my truck in 2019, it was out the door with taxes, $37,000. That same truck is like $55,000 now. So it is going to crash. You cannot have this kind of inflation and this false money printing and not expect this to crash out. So Trump's right. And it's just getting worse and worse. And every time we sign another bill to give Ukraine 90 billion more dollars that we don't have, where are we getting the money from? Yeah. We're printing it. Right out of thin air. That uh, leads to uh, it's something I pulled up this morning. The Rand Paul Festivus report. 
Well, let's have it. No. Did you see that? I did not. So apparently, and this is the first time I've noticed it, apparently he's been doing this for the last eight or nine years. Oh, I hate Fox News, you sons of (sighs) merchant. Was it doing that thing? You're trying no. to read the Rand no, no. Paul's Festivus for the rest of even, us. Even worse, they they just started doing this. It used to be every now and then, like, one article would come up uh, and say you need to log in. Mm-hmm. Well, now everything says you need to log in. You, If you try and click on, like, cre- do you have an account? Yeah, actually, I did. I gave him my email address. Yeah. yeah, well, I did too, just not on this laptop. Um. So anyway, yeah, now you can't read any of their stories without basically giving them your email address so yeah shame on you fox you're a bunch of yeah fox news is really falling out of grace with me to be honest with you. yeah so anyway uh he does this every year for the last what do you say uh nine this nine years in a row and his report is now saying 900 billion billion in government waste and just a few things that it lists on there um the Department of Defense lost $169 million worth of outdoor stored military gear. In other words, they just left it outside. Now it's ruined. Uh, $6 million went towards tourism in Egypt for the, international, the United States International Department. Small Business Administration provided over $200 million to, in quotes, struggling music artists such as Post Malone, Chris Brown, Lil Wayne, in other words, some Are of the most successful. Yes. Uh, uh, up from $30 trillion in debt in 2022, this year's debt amounts to $34 trillion. Uh, oh, there was a couple other really bad ones. Oh, yeah, here you go. Um, $659 billion for national debt interest, $33.2 million for transgender monkey research. What the hell did you just say? $33.2 million for transgender monkey research. $6 million. Although, okay, that's the Egyptian tourism. What are you talking about, Michelle Obama? <laughs> mm. uh, $1.7 billion a year from Congress goes to the Agricultural Research Service at the USDA. And one of their studies was that they were studying what the weather effects on dogs are when they are walked in hot weather. Well, at least they didn't leave millions and billions of dollars with the weapons in Afghanistan, though. Yeah. We're going to touch on that and add to what Dee said. Here on the Aldonzo and Dee Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of women to normal. The news and talk of Bloomington Normal. This is the El Donzo and D's Christmas special. I'm El Donzo. I'm D's. And that uh, that's opener for this one was uh, Bob Rivers. It was a DJ. I can't remember which uh, which where he was out of. <laughs> Give me. But that was Jingle Hell's Bells, and he put all these songs together in these uh, Christmas things. It's always kind of had an ACDC twinge to it. He's the one that did the uh, Iron Man 
He did Iron Man. It's, and, I am Santa Claus, but yep. it was to the tune of uh, Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Yes, correct to Mundo, correct to Mundo. Well, go ahead and do your plugs. Yes, so. I meant your plug for like the radio stuff and YouTube, yeah. not Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Find us on all of our socials, uh, starting with facebook.com slash Ds. You can also find us on X at Ds, And of course, most important of all, go to our YouTube page. That is at youtube.com slash Ds. Make sure you subscribe, like, turn those notifications on, watch us and see our stupid faces uh, when we do the show every week. Also catch my sports show on live. Uh, Hanging, Hanging with, with D's. Usually do that every Wednesday or Thursday night live. Uh, so yeah, do that. Merry Christmas. Okay, so in the in the last hour, welcome to the second hour. Like once again, this is going to be our final on air <coughs> show uh, for the year. Next week's yeah. going to be a rerun, likely. We may do a YouTube show depending on our schedules, but we'll I see. think we should. I think yeah. we should do a YouTube show, lighten it up a little bit, uh, take the edge off, report some news, and you know, not have the constraints of you know time and everything like that. Or the FCC. Or the FCC. Yeah, FDS, FCC. What's it? That's uh, what was that? Steve Earle song. Yeah. Which we tried getting on here to no avail. Anyway, yeah. going back in the last segment. We were talking about Rand Paul's, what was it, Festivus for the Rest of Us, or what was that? Yeah, yeah, grievance, his airing of grievances, if which, you were a uh, Seinfeld fan. Which is all the, uh, I mean, he was talking about all of the wasteful spending the government's done this year. Correct? $900 billion is what $900 billion. Transgender monkey tests and uh, $170 million worth of military equipment that was just left outside to, uh, to rot. Yeah. Now, if you... If you go back and look at everything we left in Afghanistan, okay, comes out to estimated $10 billion in equipment, all right? Now, we've got 20, like, there's like 22,000 Humvees. Uh, there was 33 M-17 helicopters, 33 Blackhawks. There was various planes, 8,000 trucks. You've got 64,000 machine guns. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It, like M16s, M4 assault rifles is what they could. 360,000 of those. So much of this stuff. Basically armed a small country. Yes. Armored personnel carriers, 169 armored personnel like tanks. Okay. You could arm a small country, which is exactly what they did. It's $10 million yeah. they left behind. And we covered that on one of the shows when this happened. I think we were podcasting at the time. Yeah. Were we not? Oh, yeah. We talked about this. And we have seen the Taliban arm themselves with our equipment that yeah. we just left there. Not to mention the fact the 14 Marines that got killed at the at what was the Kabul airport. Yeah. You know, this. That reminds me of that scene in uh, Full Metal Jacket. Got some nice Arvin rifles to sell you. Never been fired and only dropped once. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, that's. We watched it with our own eyes. We know this happened, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely happened. Okay. Well, John Kirby little twit he is he's the uh, national security council spokesperson he has vehemently denied allegations that the u.s deliberately left weapons in afghanistan during the botched withdrawal of american troops characterizing such claims as fallacies and farces now if you watch this is where they get it deliberately plausible we didn't deliberate we had to get out of there there's no other reason they left it than deliberately everything the government does is deliberate 
You're going to tell me that we just pulled out of Af- Afghanistan on a, oops, oh, we didn't mean to leave $10 billion worth right. of equipment there. And why did they have to get out of there, like, literally overnight? Like, you know. They didn't. They right. didn't. This is just a couple days ago he said this. This isn't old news. He just came out and said this. He said, let me remind you, please take the opportunity to remind you, we didn't just leave a bunch of weapons in Afghanistan. This is a fallacy. This is a farce. What we did over the course of our 20 years in Afghanistan, of course, with congressional approval and consult and consultations, was armed and helped equip the Afghan National Security Forces. Well, maybe that's what we did leading up to the point that dumbass pulled out of Afghanistan. You know what? His dad should have pulled out. Of, yeah, never mind. I'm not even going to get into it. We, maybe we, we wouldn't be in this predicament right now. That's all I'm saying about it. Now, before we get into this, uh, we, we promised we have to really go in-depth with the cold open, how that came about. But Easy with those words. Uh, yeah, we got to go deep. Speaking of in-deep. We got to dig deep. Yeah, well, I can't even say it. I was going to say it. <clears throat> Epstein files to be released. Hollywood elites in panic mode. This is according to the Gateway Pundit. And, of course, they overemphasize everything. But there's supposed to be, I believe it's 170 names that are going to be released. Yep. That are tied to Jeffrey Epstein. Have you been keeping up with this? A little bit, yeah. I know that there was a, uh, a I don't know if it was a lawsuit or a hearing coming up on one of the um, Jane Doe's victims, basically, mm-hmm. saying that uh, she's petitioning the court to make sure that her name is not released because she lives in a foreign country and she fears for her life. Um she missed the deadline, but they changed lawyers, so they're they're possibly doing that. But yeah, there's uh, and these aren't so. These 170 names don't automatically assume that every single one of them is a pedophile because these are staff, these are pilots, these are and there's 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 people that were, weren't doing anything, were not doing anything salacious that were around Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, I there that were 100. There are probably a great deal of these celebrities that were basically just kind of taking advantage of his stature and his jets and his private island. Um, Now, are some of them (laughs) scumbag pedophiles? Without question, but... uh, Now, wait a minute. I want want to crack into something here now. Bill Clinton was bosom buddies with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Bill Clinton's name's all over this. He was there numerous times. Now, I want to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a question, but what I'm doing is asking the listeners questions right now, but I'm going to, ask, I'm going to do it in the form of asking you one. Okay. I want to, once you put yourself in the situation, this mindset, you are either a Hollywood producer or you're a politician and you know, Jeffrey Epstein good. And you know, Jeffrey Epstein likes young girls, but you don't know. I mean, you're not thinking kids at this point, maybe, but you know, he likes his young ladies. All right. He's got a lot of money. He's got a lot of connections. Jeffrey Epstein goes up to you, Dees, and this is to anybody listening. Whether you're married or not, whether you've got a relationship or not, he goes, hey, I'm going to my private island. we got a couple of uh, 19-year-old Taiwanese girls that will do anything you want. He says, what do you think? Three days? Come on out. Sit on the beach. You know, get your jollies off. How many guys are going to pass that up? Oh, very few. Very few. Now, they don't, they don't have to know they're underage. Yeah. Okay? They don't have to know that. They just think they're young. A lot of guys are going to go for that. Now, Jeffrey Epstein isn't saying it like I'd say it to you, Dees. I mean, if I was in Epstein's position, I'd say, hey, Dees, let's let's go down here and, and, you know, get some chicks. And that's what we do, and we keep it to ourselves. What Jeffrey Epstein was doing was videotaping these people 
with underage girls, the same thing the Chicoms do, which is why Hunter Biden's guilty as hell. Yeah, and that's how we know they own them. There's going to be people on that list that were that appear on the flight logs and whatnot many, 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 many times. You will never convince me that they didn't know what was going on. There's no way they couldn't have. Now, Alan Dershowitz, who I love to death, I'd love to meet him. Someday. If I could meet one person, well, I'd be, be a lot of it, but he'd be at the top of it. He's come out and said, release everything you got on me. Release the logs. I've already told you everything. Release it. I don't care. And he's come out squeaky clean because he took his family with him. He took an offer. Yeah, he even filed a lawsuit when he this did. was all coming out. And he said, they hey, were like, yeah. okay, yeah, we're, we'll, we're done talking about you. You're fine. <clears throat> Yeah, so he's good to go. So you're going to have people like that. Of course, he may or may not have known what Jeffrey Epstein, the salacious goings-ons goings on that he was up to. But I'm really interested to see what comes out of these 170 names. Because mm-hmm. I think you're going to see people that either denied or thought they'd never get named being around him. Yeah, many of them have already said, well, yeah, I, you know, I went there on a vacation, blah, 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 probably as a preemptive strike. But it's it's... It's going to come out again big here probably by the end of January, early February when this is supposed to be released. So it's going to be all over the news. Now, we have to talk about this. We have to get to it. This thing at the at the Capitol with this with this guy that that got his uh <laughs> got got pounded in the uh in the hearing room. Mhm. We talked about this a little bit. Now, he was he wasn't what? What was he? An aide? Yeah, he's a staffer. He, he staffer, staffer, yeah. To to Senator Ben Cardin, and this this uh, this dude's name is uh, let's see here, it's something weird. I can't. Yeah, uh, Aiden Maisie Sarovsky, which is kind of a strange name. Yeah. So he's a staffer to Senator Cardin. A, and, a legislative uh, aide is what they're. Legislative aide. Yeah. Now, if you remember, Cardin, you know, of course, a Democrat has a snap-off about Jan 6, and he goes, I refer to the U.S. Capitol as a sacred space because it's so much more than a building where the Senate and House of Representatives meet and conduct business. It is the embodiment of our ideals, our inspirations, and hopes. Well, I'm not hoping to get pounded, okay? Not just to Americans, but also to all of humanity. Well, guess what? Those words are coming back to haunt him because the staffer's getting bent over by the bear, right? Look at that, D's. Look yeah. at that. That kid just ga- gazing. I said gazing. All right, this is the Eldonzo and D Show. We'll be right back to talk more about these really lucky shines on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Welcome back to the Eldonzo and D Show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And we were talking about uh, Senator Cardin's uh, aides or aide or staffer or whatever that was uh, on the last segment. A member of his staff. A a member. (laughs) I I, I have a feeling there's going to be some uh, deep um, probing into these leaks yeah. what i think is going to happen with there this. there was some deep probing all he's right. like see he lost did you, we, we talked about his name is his name is aiden Maisie serovsky something like that yeah, yeah. something like aiden Maisie. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it was yeah uh 
he lost his job. Of course, he uh, as we were talking about, he uh, he filmed himself getting uh, having what are the words I want to homosexual intercourse homosexual back yeah bam bam thank you ma'am sir man anyway yeah so he was in there getting his uh his stuff uh plowed um anyway he he just he just made a tweet of course he's lost his job of course we talk about this all the time why would you put this out there why a why would you go into the senate hearing room and do this videotape it and then put it out there for all your buddies to put in spank bank i don't know i have a question yeah this is the senate building correct how, how are there not like where's the security right how are there not security cameras in every corner of that building you know what i'm saying well, that's like, a really good point i never thought about that like like yeah how did nobody notice this guy and this could be even a bigger conspiracy. How did nobody notice this this young guy bringing in a stranger, question mark, or was it somebody that maybe hangs around that building, if you know what I'm saying? Well, there's got to be some legal ramifications to what he's done. Yeah, too, they're, they're talking about uh, potential charges that it could include uh, trespassing, indecent exposure, misuse of public property, all kinds of stuff. But again... How did the, how did he get this guy in that building without somebody, you know, security there? Do we have security at this building? Like, what the hell is going on here? And how did they get so far as to into one of these uh, committee uh, chamber rooms, whatever you want to call it, without being noticed and, and then well, completely get, you know. You know, Merry Christmas to him. You know, you better not pout. You better not cry. You better not scream. I'm going in dry. Um, <laughs> this kid has come out. And he made this this post on on Twitter. Uh, he says, "This is and you got to feel bad for the kid." You know, after all, he's probably walking a little no, funny I don't. anyway. He says, "This has been a difficult time for me as I have been attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda, while some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment." <laughs> you think? I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. Any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated, and I will be exploring what legal options are available to me in these matters. Now it goes on. As for the accusations regarding Congressman, Congressman Max Miller, I have never seen the congressman and had no opportunity or cause to yell or confront him. I guess Max Miller came out and said he got into it with this kid anyway that's regardless yeah he, he apparently was shouting free palestine at at miller while miller was being interviewed by nbc and you know he, which he is funny because because if this kid would have done this in palestine they'd have thrown him off a roof yeah they, well, they, they would have executed yeah they would have beheaded him so now he turns this into i as i have been attacked for who i love to pursue a political agenda yeah, I'm more focused on I would never disrespect my workplace. I was getting to that. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. And then it goes down while some of my while some of my actions in the past, uh, yeah, really have have shown poor judgment. But you're right. I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. I can't think of anything else that's more disrespectful to a workplace than being bent over a table in the middle of it where everybody sits. Imagine the poor cleaning crew. You know, you're working for barely minimum wage. 
third shift to go and clean these rooms and offices and you're sitting at home after a long day and you're getting ready to, you know, eat your burrito and you look up and you see a video of this oh, this kid just I'd lose my burrito. I tossed yeah, my cookies. And you're you're like, wait a minute. I was literally on my hands and knees scrubbing the floor right there because I thought, you know, Well, imagine the imagine the senator uh, sitting there. Whose spot is that? <laughs> I'd be like, no, moving to the, no, I'm not even coming back here. Not until this place. I have a theory of whose spot it was. Probably the senator that was not seen on on the video, other than his. You think? Very, I I do I I do. In order for them to pull this off, I I, I got to think that whoever he was with was somebody else that is tied to the Senate. I don't know. It's disgusting either way. I would absolutely freak the F out if I found out that that had happened. Now, talking about perverts, because this is just not, this is sick. Who the hell does this? It's one thing to do it. Remember back when we were young, we took a girlfriend somewhere. I mean, it happened. Yeah. We're not being X-rated here, but it was always kind of fun, you know, in the laundromat or somewhere, you know, it's like, oh my God, you know. Park on a truck somewhere on the manager's desk at Diana Foods in 1993, but I wouldn't know anything about that. No, 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 no. <clears throat> anyway, you do stuff like that when you're young and in love and you got lust with you or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But to videotape it and put it in a group is just nuts. Now, talking about sickos. Now, Kendall Stevens, who is a well known LGBTQ activist, okay, from Philadelphia. Taken into custody on charges of sexual assault against minors. Whoops. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stevens, 37, who urged for more inclusive hate crime legislation within the city, faces serious allegations involving two young boys under the age of 13. Uh, Stevens is the same woman who survived a brutal hate crime, probably a Jesse Smollett BS deal. Brutal hate crime in her Point Breeze home in August uh, 2020 in which the attacker, Tamisha Waring, pleaded guilty to aggravated assault and conspiracy. In the wake of her own experience with violence, Stevens had become a voice for LGBTQ+, blah, 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 rights. Her calls for legislative change led to her standing side-by-side with officiators, including District Attorney Larry Krasner, to establish a LGBTQ, FY, XNBZ, advisory board aimed at providing resources and support for crime victims within the LGBTQ community aimed at providing resources and support for crime victims. Do you you get what's going on here? Do you see this? They come out here and say, we care about everybody. We care about victims. We don't want hate crimes, but she's raping two. He's raping two 13 year old boys. It's calling what he is. Yeah. Now, which leads me into my next story. You know, if that's not bad enough, at least we have a light at the end of the tunnel. Accused Florida sex predator could be first to receive death penalty under DeSantis's signature law. Unfortunately, it's not this uh, this this dude who, uh, what was her name, Ken- Kendall Stevens. So well, I'm going to read through this, and I want to ask you about it. Okay. Okay, Florida prosecutors using the case of a man indicted for sex crimes involving children to test a new Florida law that allows child rapists to be executed. On Friday, State Attorney William Gladson said a grand jury had indicted Joseph Andrew Giampa on six counts of sexual battery upon a person under 12 years of age and three counts of promoting a sexual performance by a child. So, that 
pretty much tells you that he raped a child and videotaped it and promoted it on the internet or the dark web or whatever. Now they're talking about executing him because DeSantis passed this law, I think it was last year, uh, that sex predators could be put to death. Should be. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly with it. Anybody that sexually abuses a child is is messed up. Yep. And they need to be put out of their... I mean, this is just disgusting. So, my question to you is, at what point do you think we should go ahead and whack pedophiles? When they're found guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Like, if it's, it's, if it's cut and dry, same thing with, with, like, murder. If it's, like, no chance of appeal, like, boom, red-handed, whatever, front of the Just line. Just off them? Front of the line, yep. Okay. I agree with you. Now, I you, really don't want to see this go into statutory rape territory. I don't either because, you know, the, there are situations where the parents might consent or, you know, you could be talking about a 17 year old with a 19 year old when the age of consent is 18, like that would be going too far. But, but if it's knowingly like sexually assaulting, like an eight year old boy or girl, when you're a full blown adult and there is no chance to prove that you didn't do it. In other words, you're, you're guilty unquestionably you die. Now, if we go back to that Kendall Stevens story before this, okay, how how blatantly obvious is it becoming that all this men in the women's restrooms and men swimming in sports and sharing locker rooms with teenage girls, how much more obvious does this have to be that this is a perversion? Yeah. This isn't about somebody's simple rights to express who they are. This has become a perversion, and they're getting these people brainwashed to constantly support it. They they do. Well, if you don't allow this to happen, then you're a bigot and you're a racist and you're this no, and that. It's and whatever. a disease and the only cure is 0.223. Yes. Any any type of lead projectile yeah. at a at a fast Yeah, I'm not I'm second. not picky. Nine mil, 38, 40, Why not, why 45. not make it slow? Why not make it slow? <laughs> Just peg them with 22s. <laughs> okay. I'm, Just, I'm down. All right. Well, we're getting out of the radio business and going into a new one, aren't we? <laughs> This is the Aldonzo and D Show. We'll be right back at you on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. Welcome back to the old Donzo and D show here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. And I want to open this up with a story that just caught my eye. Okay, we were talking about this a little bit. This is a Fox News story. American Society of Magical Negroes trailer sparks anger for saying white people are the most dangerous animal. The film uh, is described on its website as a fresh satirical comedy about a young man Aaron, who is recruited into a secret society of magical black people who dedicate their lives to a cause of utmost importance, making white people's lives easier. Uh, 
It goes on that a magical Negro is a black character, appears in a plot solely to help a white character, and then vanishes. So the whole plot of this movie is pretty much that the magical ne- black magical Negroes or whatever it is are supposed to keep white people happy so white people don't mistreat them. <laughs> now, if anybody actually pays m- money to go see this garbage, I'll be damned. But this reminded me of something. And these, I don't think you've ever heard this, but it reminded me of this. I'm going to play it for everybody. This is a throwback to Rush Limbaugh. Okay, this was, I remember when this aired. This was back in like 2008, and I couldn't believe it aired, but I'm going to air it now. This is what it reminded me of. Roll clip. Barack, the magic negro, lives in D.C. Times they called him that cause he's not authentic like me. Yeah, the guy from the LA paper said he make guilty whites feel good. They'll vote for him and not for me cause he's not from the hood. <laughs> wow. You've never heard that before, have you? No. It no, goes no. on and on and on. But when I read the, the headline, American Society of Magical Negroes, I just... Barack the Magic Negro it just popped into my head. What can I say? All right. Can you imagine like trying to get that movie made if it was reversed though? Like no. Yeah, w- wouldn't never happen. happen. No, it'd be like like doing Clayton Bigsby at this point right. from Dave Chappelle's show. Now I got I got to tell you something that I thought thought was really funny. There there's a dog, okay? Uh Israeli Defense Forces. They have a, uh, it's like a bomb sniffing dog and the dog's name is Aisha. Okay. And Aisha, the dog is going through Gaza, sniffing out bombs. Okay. And then, you know, leading them to Hamas terrorists. Aisha was a name of the prophet Muhammad's, uh, nine year old wife. The Muslims are losing their mind about this. Many <laughs> Muslims, and they're also afraid of dogs, especially black dogs. Because uh, hadiths, which is, uh, I call them the devil among dogs. And they order Muslims to kill the dogs. So the Muslims around the world are flipping their lid about this. That they actually, the IDF actually named a dog Aisha. And there's people saying, well, this isn't right. This is insulting. And how insulting is it if you're a Hamas terrorist and you're being sniffed out from by a dog that's named Aisha after Prophet Muhammad's wife. Well, it's his nine-year-old daughter. He was a, let, let me tell you something about the Prophet Muhammad. He was a pedophile. What do we do with pedophiles, D's? Kill them. Kill them. So just saying, I thought it was funny as hell. I really did. They named the dog Aisha. I thought it was pretty good. Good on them. That was like that story about, I don't know how true it was, Blackjack Pershing uh, soaking the bullets in pig's blood. Mm. before. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I mean, you're dead. Who, who gives a damn anyway at that point? And we were talking about earlier in the show, uh, Gaza hospital chief admitted to being a Hamas commander, a, a rank of brigadier general. They caught him when they went to the hospital. I remember when they go into these hospitals in Gaza, everybody thinks we do bombing hospitals. You're going into the hospitals. No, they're going. This is where Hamas is hiding out. They flushed a whole bunch of these idiots out of there. And the hospital chief is actually, like I said, the rank of brigadier general in Hamas. Now, he's calling the leaders of Hamas that have fled Qatar and are not helping them out anymore cowards. 
Now, I don't know how much of that to believe. You know, you're sitting there, you've just been captured, you go say whatever you got to say to, you know, not be, not have one put in the back of your head. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the other hand, remember that the whole jihadi thing is to spill your blood for Islam, right? Yeah. Why are these people surrendering? Maybe they got to the point, maybe it's gotten to the point where they're not buying what they're in Sinwar, their leaders are selling them. Very possible. Well, it is very possible. They've just been kept there in the dark without any assistance, without any reinforcements. And they're surrendering. We're we're talking about people that would normally go out and hijack airliners. Okay. Which you saw Al-Qaeda do on 9-11. Went and hijacked airliners, flew them in, which now I'm not making light of that. But that takes some Mozzie to get in a, what was it, a 737? The 2737, something like that. 2730, yeah. whatever. Getting a commercial uh, airliner and pilot it right into a building into your fiery demise. Now, these guys are just giving up. That's their a hell of a sales pitch. Well, I mean, that's what happened, though. Yeah, no, you know, you're right. Suicide bombers and all this other sticks. Uh, so, this guy, look at this. These guys are giving up their arms. So, now, meanwhile, you've got Joe Biden trying to urge Benjamin Netanyahu to show restraint. And stop. Well, you got to ease up. You got to have a ceasefire. Who in the hell in the right mind is going to have a ceasefire at this point? Nah. No, I mean, they've, they've got them to the point, uh, the breaking point. Like, why why let up? They're stripping them down naked. They've, st- they've still got hostages in there. I think they've actually managed to get 40 more hostages out. Yeah. And we, lost, we lost an American one, too. Yes, we did, didn't we? Yeah, the... Older gentleman. But why in the hell would the IDF go, nah, you know, we're just going to stop now. I say eradicate them. And not the Palestinian people, even though they voted for Hamas. I'm not saying that. Then maybe they didn't have any choice at that point. But no, go in, keep going, keep getting them. You know, Iran's threatening. Yemen's, Yemen's threatening them. They're launching missiles at our carriers right now. We're constantly shooting down missiles. I don't want this to go go to excuse me third world war and it shouldn't you know what if you want a peace deal if you're iran or you're yemen and you're po'd about this why don't you just mind your own business saudi arabia is erecting a wall to keep out refugees from palestine Hmm. so is egypt sounds familiar yeah right they don't want them so why is i and i think iran's doing the same thing so why is iran pushing this I don't think we I don't think we as Americans want a third world war here. No. But all Iran and Yemen and the surrounding countries have to do is let the IDF go in and root out Hamas. And then you don't bring Hamas in, we're all good to go. If you don't care enough for the Palestinian people to let them into your country, why are you launching rockets at the IDF? Why are you launching rockets at Americans? Mm-hmm. Maybe they want this to kick off. That's my only point to it. I can't figure out any other reason why. Right. And then, of course, you know what happens with China. What's China's goal in all this? Because, well, obviously, it's taking minds off Taiwan. Yeah, they're just sitting back watching and waiting. Vladimir Putin, excuse me, is loving this. Absolutely. Because every time we go to bat for Israel and we stand up for them or we send aid to them or we sell them weapons, that's less stuff we could be giving to Ukraine. I believe that this was likely... I've said it before and I'll say it again. Likely set up from the word go. And I believe 
Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin knew far in advance when this was going to happen. Wouldn't surprise me. So, you know, just one more. It's my future's so bright, I got to wear shades, D's. That's what I tell people. Did you hear about this? The two-year-old black you know, I, I didn't know what to think of this. Two-year-old black girl cuffed by a white child for Rosa Parks reenactment at Florida daycare. <laughs> Look at this. Now, the parents freaked out about this. They're like, oh, she rightfully so, so. She looked so distraught. She didn't know what was happening. And I thought, okay, well, how is a two-year-old even going to know what's going on? But then again, who in the hell thought this was a good idea? Right. A white kid cuffing a black kid in a daycare? Well, what the hell are you thinking? Yeah, that uh, unacceptable. Yeah, stupid of the week right there. Whoever came up with that idea in the meeting, I'd have been like, look, look, if you get any more thoughts, let them go. Just don't even open your mouth anymore. I don't know. I thought it was, I, okay, I'm not going to lie. I laughed at that picture and laughed. <laughs> I looked at that picture and laughed. It's a little white kid cuffing a black girl. I'm not laughing because it's racist. I'm not, I'm not doing that. It was just like, and the faces are blurred out like it's an actual thing going on here. Building Brains Academy is the name of the day. <laughs> building Brains. Some jokes they, write themselves. They should start by building their own brains and not doing this. Uh, so anyway, these. what do you got for us? Uh, well, not much because we're uh, about out of time for this segment. Ooh, but we're coming up on uh, the eighth segment, which is usually where we get a little frisky, isn't it? Now? Yeah, yeah. Coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about Tucker and aliens and... The, uh, the big controversy on Twitch. We're talking about Tucker. You mean Michelle Obama? <laughs> oh, never mind. Big Mike. <laughs> big Mike. All that more, and we return here to the El Donzo and D show from the Skyhammer Studios on Cities 92.9. News and talk, Bloomington North. Senator Cardin would say we're having a gay old time here on the Aldonzo and D show. City's 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm Aldonzo. I'm Dees. And we're getting into the, uh, we're, we're in the last segment of the second hour of the last show of the year. So now we get into the fully monkey shines. Uh, yeah, we kind of touched on this last week a little bit. Tucker Carlson uh, had David Grush on and they talked aliens. I haven't had a chance to watch the whole thing, but... Uh, in summary, Tucker had some things to, to say afterwards, and uh, these are these are direct quotes from Tucker. They're not aliens. They've always been here, and I do think it's spiritual. Uh, he says, uh, that's my view again. It's not provable, but based on the evidence, if the U.S. government has, in fact, had contact with these beings and has entered into some sort of agreement with them, it's a very heavy thing. He previously said the things he has learned regarding aliens are so dark that he won't even tell his wife. So there are parts of the story that I don't understand at all and are really, really dark. It's so dark that I haven't even told my wife about it. Parts of the government don't want you to know about it, but part of it is the public can't deal with it. It's too far out and the implications are too profound. Really? Very interesting. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, they're they're not coming, folks. They're here. <laughs> well, they I, you know, are I'd here. That too. I mean, I, I'd buy that. Uh, the Atlanta Journal 
has uh, got a personal section, and this one kind of caught a little bit of attention. It reads as follows. Single black female seeks male companionship. Ethnicity, not important. I'm very good looking. I love to play. I love long walks in the woods, riding in your pickup truck, hunting, camping, fishing trips, cozy winter nights, laying by the flyer, and candlelight dinners that will have me eating out of your hand. Does she have a penis? When you get home from work, I will be at the front door wearing only what nature gave me. Call me at 404-555-1212 and ask for Daisy. Over 1,500 men found themselves talking to the Atlanta Humane Society about an eight-week-old black Labrador oh retriever. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, look, you've got to admire the, the marketing. That is pretty good. Uh, speaking of um, waiting at home naked, have did you catch anything that was going on in the, the Twitch world? No. Do, do you know what Twitch is? Uh, no. It's a streaming site. Okay, yeah. Gaming is, is the big thing, but they also have a just chatting thing. So anyway, uh, women started doing their streams with what appeared to be they were naked from, you know, naked, but the camera cut off like right where... The breasts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Twitch was like, you know what? We're going to allow artistic artistic nudity, not sexual content, but artistic nudity. And leave, in Jeffrey Tubin. leave it to the uh, community of nerds and I'm a gamer, so it's whatever. But these are very talented, very smart computer geeks that decided that they could use AI and create very realistic versions of either themselves or other characters that would were allowed to then be fully nude. And uh, so, yeah, Twitch got a hell of an uptick in viewership and it turned out a lot of them were like OnlyFans models, basically pushing traffic to their websites. And after about, I think, three days, Twitch was like, wait a minute, maybe this was a mistake. So they reverted everything back and uh, they they opened a can that they can't really close because now you have uh, these streamers are still staying on. But now they have the black sensor bars covering their. Oh, uh, what fun is that? Right. I get it. But. You know, they're still doing it, but they opened this can and now I don't know that they can get the uh, worm back in. Yeah. I heard uh, Senator Cardin Staffer had that problem, too. Open the can, <laughs> couldn't get the worm back in or get it out. Yeah. So the, the gaming world was uh, quite a buzz with all of that stuff. Uh, it, Idaho, Idaho, Idaho. Utaho. Uh, did you see this about the first In-N-Out burger <clears throat> opened up in Idaho? I did not. This was I had this actually a couple weeks ago, but we never got to it. But I, I In and Out Burger, big West Coast staple, super popular out there. Opened their very first location in Meridian, which is a Boise suburb, and uh, the locals were, were were apparently really excited about it because they camped out the night before in thirty degree weather and had to wait in their car in the drive through for up to eight hours. For a burger? For a burger. What the hell is wrong with you people? Why not just go there the next day? Right. Well, and to be fair, I, I still, every day that I drive by it during lunch hour, the uh, Chick-fil-A on Veterans Parkway, right by the studio. Yeah, jam-packed. I don't get it. It's not even that good of a sandwich. Like, well, I think, it, I think it is good. It's okay, but it's not wait in my car for hours. I never good. have. 
I've never waited that long for Chick Fil A, but I don't. I never went at noon when no. all the other. No, swing, yeah, I've been through there at like you know three thirty, you know it's off not hours bad at that point. But any place in a big city is like that. Whether you're in Morton, where you're in Bloomington, wherever you're at, if you go at around twelve o'clock, that's the worst time to go get. Oh lunch yeah, you're yeah. Sitting there. Either go in early or go in late. Vegas or bust. But I, I just eight hours for a hamburger. Like what? I I don't. I, I I've never had an In-N-Out burger, but I don't know how good they can be. But anyway, I mean, I was going to give a shout out to actually a place at Morton Steak and Shake. The Steak and Shakes in our area have gone downhill. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't expect them to be around a whole lot. No, longer. no, no. no. Go, to, go to the Steak and Shake in Morton. You're going to be pleasantly surprised. It was it was under 11 bucks and it was fast. It was hot. It was fresh. The people there were nice. It was clean. It was good. Anyway, right. go ahead. Uh, You got the last one. Go ahead. You wanted to get that one in. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See if I got time here. Barely go. Okay. Christmas time sex leads to more penis fractures. <laughs> Did you know about that? I was not aware. No. This is from the Post. Scientists studied 3,421 German men between 2005 and 2021 and found the chances of sustaining the painful groin injury, groin injury, especially among those in middle age, rose significantly between December 24th and December 26th. Well, that's because they're married and they're middle aged and they probably only get it once a year. So that's when the injury is going to happen. There it is. Merry Christmas. Here it is. You're not getting it again. Wow. Well, it's a good thing I don't have to worry about that problem. <laughs> it's the Eldonzo and D show on Cities 92.9. Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry if, Christmas, folks. And if we're not nukes, we'll be back in 2024 to kick your asses even harder. This is Eldonzo signing out. See you next year. <laughs> <laughs>